0: I don't agree with it when landlords or companies send everyone a paid application because a lot of people can't afford that extra $45. So I try to wait until I know that it's someone who's going to fit the property and who's the best fit for the property. Welcome to the Break Free Real Estate Podcast, your daily guide to financial freedom through real estate. I am your host, Jocelyn Kaufman, and I'm here with David Robinson, my co-host. And today, David and I are going to be talking about how to find good tenants. So I am going to share my process briefly with you guys, um, just a few minutes of how I find tenants, and then David's gonna critique me. Just kidding. So (laughs) (laughs) when... The first thing I do when I have a property for rent is I go through and I try to remember if I've had any other good tenants who applied for a previous property or who have reached out. So I keep a note of all those tenants always. And first things first, before I even have to list it, I offer the opportunity to them. Second thing, then I list the property. I just take photos myself and I list it. I found that Facebook Marketplace is the best. So now I just listed on Facebook Marketplace um, because it's easiest to communicate with all the other people through Facebook Messenger and I don't have to be giving out my phone number and whatnot. So I list it and then when people reach out and they say, hi, is this available? I say yes. And then I have a list of questions that I ask them right off the top. So I have a list of questions that I ask them. And if I don't, if their answers don't qualify, if they don't, if they don't seem like a good tenant from their answers, or if they don't answer, or if they say, I just want to see the property, then I just move on. Because if you're not going to take the time to answer these questions, then um, I don't want you as a tenant because that's kind of a big deal. Communication is huge for me. One of my questions is what's your what's your gross monthly income um, for every everyone over the age of eighteen? If that's not three times what I'm renting the property for, then I move on. So I always want to make sure that my tenants have that income. Obviously, later on I verify that, but I found that everyone I ask those questions to, they answer them. They answer them appropriately. Um, I also ask who's going to be living at the property, and so. Usually I'll get a good idea of, is this going to be a family? Is this going to be friends? Is it, are they going to be living with their girlfriend they've been dating for a month? Like, is like, are they going to stay together? <laughs> so I can get kind of a good idea of who's going to be living at the property. Um, I also ask if they have any pets. Um, I like to do this right off the gate. Even if even if my listing says no pets, I still ask this question because, Uh, pet owners like to just disregard that. And so I just ask them straight off the top. And if it's a property, I don't want pets in, then I kind of just move on from those tenants. Um, So I have a list of questions and I'll put those questions that I send in the show notes. So uh, the listeners can use those. And then after they answer, usually the good tenants, you can tell because they'll answer in detail. Um, Other tenants will be like, yes, no, yes, yes, no. And say like, things that don't make sense. And then I just move on from them. And then after that, I set up a single show. I set up like two showings where I invite everyone if I have a lot of people who are interested. And I have everyone come at a specific time because time is money. And I think also if you have more people, it's gonna make your unit seem more like important. Like More people are gonna want to go through with it. So I'll set up a couple of times and then they'll come and while I'm showing them the property, I'll I know who they are already. Like I have already seen these questions and I'll kind of get a feel for them. Like how, like, how are they dressed? Who are they with? Are they like are they being I like to say like annoying? <laughs> like I hate when tenants walk in, they're like, well, this carpet is just done wrong. Or like they'll start nitpicking things. I'm like, yep, you are not gonna be my tenant, because that's the most annoying thing. Um and then all Kind of just conversate with them and then I'll tell that I'll tell all of them I'll say, if you want this property, message me your email and I'll send you an application. Um, And so everyone who wants the property will take the initiative, send me their email, and I'll send everyone the free application and then I'll have like one person I really like above everyone else and I'll send them the paid application where they do a background check a credit check all that stuff there's a ton of free software out there I use a software called Inigo um but I'll send out the application and then when that comes back and I'll let them know ahead of time I'm sending you the application it'll be a $45 charge for you. If everything looks good on your end, if your credit is, you know, decent, if you, um, if you're not lying about your income, you know, if you don't have a background check, you're not explaining to me right now, then we can move forward. Um, so I let them know why I'm sending them a paid application and then they fill it out and then They move in and it's pretty straightforward, but I really think it's important to get to know the person before you're sending. I don't agree with it when, Landlords or companies send everyone a paid application because a lot of people can't afford that extra $45. So I try to wait until I know that it's someone who's going to fit the property and who's the best fit for the property. And so I wait and send it to them after I kind of already have a good idea. There's only been like twice when I've had to (laughs) say, sorry, can't rent to you. Um, and the other thing I'd like to add to is a lot of people get super um, upset when a tenant has a bad credit score. Um, I don't really care as much about the credit score as I do about their job history and rental income. A lot of people who are renting, especially in areas where housing, um, is affordable, they're renting because they have bad credit. And so you know, give them that opportunity. I report to a credit bureau, so they can build their credit just by renting with me. Um, obviously, if they have a bunch of missed payments and late payments, then I think then I think twice about it. But if they have low credit because of like student loans or you know maybe just a bad decision they made five years ago, um, I t- I tend to look past it. That's my personal perspective. But that is one thing that I'm not too picky about, um, and I. Just call their work and i I ask their boss how they are as as a worker, and if they foresee them staying at at the job for a while and if they if they say yes and their income meets my needs, then that's usually enough for me so holy cow, that was a soapbox, David, what do you think?
1: Well, first off, that was a ton of great information, and so uh, i don't have any uh real critique. Just one thought that came to my mind is if you are buying a a rental property. Um, It's important to do some due diligence on the existing tenants that are there. Uh, A red flag could be that you see a property that is advertising that it has great existing rents, right? Maybe in some cases, even above market rents. For me, that's a red flag because what it is an indication of is that the owner has brought in a tenant that could be a challenging tenant Um, but they were able to get them to pay a higher rental price because there's issues with that tenant. And it's a strategy that some owners will use to entice potential buyers to say, oh, wow, this has great rental income when in fact you're probably buying a a, a problem tenant. So just be aware of that, that you may want to do a little bit of due diligence if you're buying a property on the tenants that are in place uh, before you move forward on that and you can yeah. use a lot of the tools the same tools and and suggestions that you offered up um to do the background check and to dig a little bit deeper into what those um what what those rental agreements have in place
0: yeah and most most landlords not all but most will have ha- taken an application from that tenant and if they're trying to sell their house they should have that and be be willing to share it with you. So that's on top of asking for the lease and everything ask for the application as well cuz that will have a lot of good information on it. Um if they don't have an op- application then you can even put that in your purchase contract that uh the owner has to pay for a, for a background check for both of the tenants. So that's you know uh, that's a great point David and everyone make sure that they are vetting tenants when they're buying properties and vetting tenants when they own a property and need to rent them. Well, that's it for today. For more daily investing tips and real estate secrets, don't forget to visit breakfreerealestate.com and make sure to like, subscribe, and share our podcast. We will see you tomorrow.